another episode of The Process, the podcast. Um, Today, I just want to talk about the times that we're in. Currently, most of us are on lockdown if you're not an essential worker. So we are working from home. Um, Some people are unemployed, unfortunately. Um, Everybody's just trying to figure out how they can create a new norm during this time where we can't go to many places besides the grocery store or to pick up takeout. Um, And it's all due to the coronavirus. So we are in some unprecedented times and it's just strange to be quite honest and we're all trying to find our footing. So I thought that it would be only appropriate uh, for me to start off my first official episode of the process talking about opportunity and how we can seize an opportunity. And just to let you know, because this is my first episode and I'm just getting really used to this, you may hear some little glitches here and there. Um, My window is open so you may hear the birds chirping or just stuff like that. I'm trying to get the kinks worked out but um, I'm just committed to doing what I can with what I have and that's what seizing an opportunity is all about and I just didn't want any more time to go by because I'm trying to chase after perfection that I miss an opportunity to connect with you and to learn some things along the way and allow you to learn some things from me. So without further ado, we will just jump right into it. Today we're talking about how to seize an opportunity. But before we can get into the how, we have to understand that anybody that we define as successful, whomever that person may be for you in your life or whomever you watch on television or read about in magazines, whomever that person is, you have to recognize that more than likely, if they are successful, they have a very specific type of mindset. Anybody that seizes an opportunity and takes advantage of of the time that they're in and create something out of it, whether it's a positive time or deemed as a challenging time, it's a mindset that allows them to move forward and create an opportunity. Nine times out of 10, that person is someone that looks at the glass half full rather than half empty. They're an optimist. We all have a choice in life. In my opinion, um, I am not a victim. I don't think that you are a victim. And you have to recognize that you have a choice about how you look at things and you have a choice about how you're going to react to things. I am reminded of a quote that Winston Churchill said. Um, He 
He said, a pessimist sees the difficulty in every opportunity and an optimist sees the opportunity in every difficulty. This is definitely categorized as a difficult time in our lives. But if I'm very honest, some people are going to run with it and some people are going to sink. And I want us to be one of the the groups that runs with it. And what I mean by runs with it, I want us to be able to evaluate what we do have and figure out how we can work that for our good and run with it and make it something exceptional during these times. This doesn't have to be a drag. There is a lot of unfortunate things that's taking place and that is beyond our control. But one thing that is in our control is what we do with what we have at this particular moment. And I know that we can win. So now that we know that it is a mindset and that we have to look at the glass half full rather than half empty and know that we are not a victim of life and that we have the power of choice, Let's decide to make this work for our good. So the first step is to evaluate what your opportunity is. And I want to be very clear that everybody's opportunity looks different and there's not an opportunity that's better than the other. I know I've heard a lot of people say, if you don't come out of this period of quarantine with a business, with a great idea, if you haven't created something, then you're not doing your due diligence. You're not doing your part. I don't agree with that. I feel like the opportunity looks very, very different for everybody. For some, it's getting more rest. For some, it's starting a business. For some, it's trying to figure out how to get more money and how to save more money and how to just become more knowledgeable about money. It may be uh, establishing deeper, more fulfilling relationships. It can be about education and just elevating your knowledge. It can be to start a new hobby, uh, figure out how to get more joy in life, how to create a deeper relationship with your higher power it looks very very different for everybody so you have to figure out what it is that you seek and what it is that you desire and that will lead you to what opportunity you should be seizing in this moment and I just want to share a couple of things that I've used that help me to create more clarity around what my opportunity is. I love vision boards. I did one recently where I did one for my personal life that had visuals on it that represented happiness, represented love and bossing up and being committed and taking uh, things to the next level. And then I also created one for a specific project that I'm working on. And all of this just really helps me to get clarity around which direction I would like to go in and more specifically what I want those things to look like. And those invoke uh, feelings. And I feel like your feelings and your emotions move you to action. And then also meditating. I love going on YouTube and getting guided meditations that help me to get excited and start allowing me to feel um, positive and um, encouraged about what it is that I'm seeking to manifest. So that's number two, meditating. Number three, journaling, just getting it out of your head, figuring out which direction you would like to go in uh, through 
writing that's very, very powerful. Um, also, I came across this article on lifehack.org by a gentleman by the name of Simon Andrus. I don't know if I'm spelling, uh, saying his name correctly, the end part, Andrus or something like that. Um, but anyway, he lists seven ways to find out what you really want in life. And there are a couple of them that I feel like I have to share. Number one, he says to be selfish. During this time, be selfish in figuring out uh, what it is that you want. He says that you can't pinpoint exactly what you want in life if you're constantly sacrificing your time and dreams for other people. You have to put yourself first. Ask yourself if you weren't tied down by your job, family, friends, or anything else, then what would you be doing right now? Always remember that it's okay to put yourself first because if you don't, then no one else will. I agree with this because I think that you have to get out of what everybody else wants you to be or what you feel like you need to be in order to find out what your opportunity is. You have to figure out what it is that you want to be doing. You have to figure out what it is that serves you best. And when you take those limits and those boundaries off of yourself, I think you get very, very clear about who you really are and what you really want. So that helps with that. Um, he also says, regret nothing. Don't feel bad for being selfish. It's your life. It's time for you to live it exactly the way you want. If you constantly regret things you did or didn't do in the past, then you won't be able to move forward. Uh, what I will say to this concerning regretting nothing, the takeaway that I get from it is that if you ask yourself when I'm 80 years old, when I'm 90 years old, if I don't do blank, I know that I will regret it. Whatever that blank is, I think that you should get to it. That's what I take away from regret nothing. Let's not have regrets in life. I, I hear that that's one of the worst things when you're older in age and you can't rewind time and you wish you could have done X, Y, Z. Let's get to the business of doing whatever that is that you would fill into that blank, whatever qualifies as XYZ for you. So no regrets. Um, he also says, figure out what you need. Sometimes it's hard to figure out what you need. Sit down and think about what you need the most. Is it your family, the freedom to express yourself, love, financial security, something else? If it helps you, you can make a list of priorities. Also think about the kind of legacy you want to leave behind. That is genius. I am huge on legacy. And so I think that you got to figure out what it is that you need. Once again, this ties back to being selfish, not about what your children need, not about what your husband needs, your boyfriend, your mom, your dad, your girlfriend, who your, your friends, whomever. It's not about what they need, it's about what you need. If it makes you feel good that you have set your children up for success down the line, you should be making steps towards that. That may be your opportunity. It's, if feeling more rejuvenated every day and happy about your life, then maybe rest is what you need. Happiness um, and just feeling productive throughout life. Maybe it, that feels like starting a new business that's tailor-made for what makes you happy or what serves your community, whatever that may be. Figure out what it is that you need. 
Lastly, I will share uh, one of his seven hacks. He says, determine what really bothers you. You can soar only by pushing back against something you don't want. Figure out what upsets you and be specific about it. Don't just say that you hate your office job. Pinpoint exactly why you hate it. Could it be your micromanaging boss, your workload, your meaningless job title, or all of the above? What bothers you and how can you fix it? Um, I always hear that if you find out or identify a problem and create a solution, you're on to something. Write out your plan. You cannot manifest any type of goal without a step-by-step action plan. This doesn't have to be super detailed unless you want it to be, but you have to at least figure out if you need to create something, if you need to speak to somebody, if you need to do some research, take some classes to be able to hone some new skills in order to accomplish this goal. So write out your plan so that you can get closer to the opportunity that you're trying to manifest. I also believe that if you visualize you seizing that goal, it gets you there a little bit quicker as well. Um, and it's not even so much about the, the the time that it takes, about getting there quickly. Um, it's really about seeing yourself already operating in that opportunity. So visualize yourself doing it. See yourself having it. Um, that is a huge key for me. Also, mentally be at peace with it. Look, you cannot manifest or seize any opportunity if you're in a constant state of worry and a state of fear and confusion. So we got to let that go. We have to be in a mental space of peace. Be at peace with it, knowing that it's all working out for your good, that nothing that is for you is going to ever miss you, to know that source, God, the universe has your back and is always working for the highest good of all involved parties. Have peace with it in your mind. Lastly, count your blessings and stay grateful. Though we're in this tricky time right now, we have to recognize that we are super blessed. A lot of people have been just praying for the opportunity to be able to work from home, praying for the opportunity to have some time for themselves, to rest, to be with family, all types of things. And though this is a very challenging time for the world and for specific families and everybody's going through something, you have to also recognize that this could potentially be a blessing in disguise. Um, I guess I say potentially out of respect, but in my heart of hearts, I know that this is a blessing in disguise. Um, we may never get this moment again where the world literally stops like this. And I think that we would do ourselves a disservice if we did not take advantage of that. So let's get out of this worry mentality. I know that that is very hard to do sometimes, especially when you're watching the news and you're constantly hearing about all of these tragedies that's happening. Tune that out. Turn that off. That's what I do. I, In order to stay sane, and a lot of things have been going on in my personal life, I've experienced personal loss during this time, not necessarily from the coronavirus, but like my grandmother recently passed away who 
was and is my favorite girl and this is the way that I, I, I get through this by staying focused on what God has called me to do and identifying my purpose, aka my opportunities that God has placed during the season for me. I know that we started off 2020 saying that this is going to be our year and, and now all of a sudden everybody's talking about life is canceled, summer is canceled, spring is canceled, everything is just canceled. That is a mindset, that is a, a, a choice that people are making and we don't have to make that choice. Life is not canceled. Spring is not canceled, summer is not canceled, nothing's canceled unless you choose for it to be canceled. I don't know about you, but I'm still looking for my double portion this year. I'm still going to have keen vision this year because I decide that that's what's for me. So I want everybody to just tune in, focus, get productive. Let's be productive in this moment and in whatever way that looks like for us. It looks different once again for everybody. So figure out your lane. And don't allow this moment of time to pass you by without getting everything. And I mean every single thing that life and God intended for you to get out of this specific season. Don't do yourself that disservice. Seize this opportunity and know that I'm rooting for you and I'm excited to see all that you will produce during this time. I love you for listening and I will talk to you soon.